The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show and the start of a new year. Today we're going to discuss starting the new year off right, and my guest is Reverend Jeanette Freeman. She's been with us before, and today she's going to help us all understand why we should forget those resolutions we used to make and have probably forgotten already, and instead focus on intentions. Let me tell you a little bit about Reverend Jeanette. She is an ordained minister and is currently the spiritual director of the Soul Center OC in Newport Beach, California. She is the author of a new book, The Second Envelope, and Why Did This Happen to Me Again, and co-author with Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Terry Cole Whitaker of Wake Up and Live the Life You Love in Spirit. She previously served as the founding spiritual director of the Oneness Center and for seven years as the founding senior minister of the Church for Today in Fresno, California. She served for five years as the president of the affiliated New Thought Network, a national association for New Thought Ministries. Welcome back. Reverend Jeanette. Thank you. Good morning, Linda. Good Great morning. to be with you again. Thank you so much. You know, on as new a new year, on our new year, yes. You know, oh, I, I know. think at this time of year, it's it's you know, it's sort of natural for for people to take stock of where they've been in the past year and where they want to go and right. and you know, kind of review. And I realized that you know, I don't know where the origin of actually making resolutions came from. Right. But it's, it's, certainly, it's certainly embedded in our culture by now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized, I, I, you know, everybody talks about, they make the resolutions. I don't think I've ever had anybody come into my office in 30 years of practice and <laughs> say March or April saying, guess what? I've accomplished my resolutions. <laughs> you know, instead, it's like by this time or certainly by the 1st of February, it's like, huh, what? They don't work. So we sort of cling to something that doesn't work. Right. I, I think, you know, the idea of having a, a, an intentional time to start to reevaluate and let go of the old and to do something new is extremely important. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, just to clarify, I mean, a New Year's resolution to me, it's, it's, um, it's like we're going to do something different, but we're not really changing our insides. So we're mm-hmm. going to hurry and exercise or we're going to get something happening in our life. But yet the mental patterns and the same, 
the same practices that create those changes aren't really in place. So I, I just prefer to think of in terms of spirituality and in terms of consciousness is, yes, I think that key times in the year are really important to start new intentions or to reevaluate where we are and to make more of an intentional effort around our practices because we all go in and out of practice and, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it's it's great. So I I think it's a wonderful time to to spend some time alone to contemplate spirituality, your own spiritual connection. And I like the idea of aim higher than what uh, as, as far as the you know title or intention of our program today. Mm-hmm. And to me, aim higher is aim higher in a higher vibration. Mm-hmm. Aim mm-hmm. higher into things that bring more energy. Aim higher into what enlivens and enriches our spirit. Aim higher for people that are supportive of us. Aim higher to, you know, in, in include uh, include more positivity and connection and things in our lives, and then automatically. It, everything works out better, I think. I think so. And I like what you said about, you know, positivity and including others, because one of the things that I suggest that people focus on rather than, you know, a task or a thing mm-hmm. is uh, an experience. Mm, yeah. Like a- as they review the year, maybe to focus on what felt good. You know, what were those moments of joy that you experienced? And to focus on what what can they do to move themselves into greater alignment with things that feel good. Absolutely. Who was yeah. it that said, you know, the purpose of life is, is happiness? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many things, if we, if we really believe that, right, mm-hmm. which I actually do, <laughs> our, that happiness really, to me, it's not about something outside, but a happiness is an internal piece, and it's an internal mm-hmm. piece of, of acceptance, of accepting what's happening, happening in the external world, but there's a place in us that's happy. Now, if we're completely surrounded by people that, you know, that it's really a negative environment, and it's so difficult to come back to happiness, we have to evaluate if that's an environment we, we need to be in, mm-hmm. you know, a relationship or a job or any of that stuff. Because I found when joy is my touchstone that I keep that keeps bringing me back, then it's like God is my touchstone too. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's like God is my God is my greatest joy. I and love that joy is my touchstone. I love yeah. That. And if we're out of joy too long, I mean, there's challenges in life that we all go through. But you know what it is when you're just out of your joy, you're in rote, you're, you know something's off, but you're not quite sure, And but you know it is. And so when you move towards that which is joyful, and that might just mean that we make time in our life for some simple things that we know bring us joy, whether it's drawing a picture or art or swimming or, you know, being with friends or just making space in our life for the things that uh, add to and contribute to our joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a really massive intention. Um, there's a great book. I'm going to be doing a class on it, Michael Singer's book, Untethered Soul. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And it's got a chapter in there on happiness, basically mm-hmm. the key to happiness. And he talks about that, that if, 
that if we just made that the he says the that the the best path to enlightenment is the path of happiness, and that if we just made happiness our our goal isn't the right word but our intention, mm-hmm. then no matter what happens, we can allow it to happen because we're more committed to coming back to joy than we are in fighting for our positioning and, and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And that if we just made happiness, our, if happiness is my goal, then whatever I go through today, I will be able to resolve it and come back to happiness. I'll accept what is. I will go to prayer. I will make different changes because deep happiness is the path of happiness is the path to enlightenment. And I love that chapter. Mm-hmm. It's not is easy. It never is. It that, never is. <laughs> that the chapter, the one chapter in the book, says is the entire key to your life. I get mm-hmm. that simplified, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's such but, a challenge, you know, because it yeah. sounds like, oh, that sounds great. That would be easy. It's not easy. No. And it's not, it's not that Pollyanna, I'm always happy no matter what because I'm stuffing all my feelings. Mm-hmm. His, you know, the path is that no matter what we're going through, and we go through challenges, and there's a lot of challenges. I'm in the middle of a huge challenge right now. Mm-hmm. But when we go through these challenges, that, you know, completely being willing to be with the challenge without running from it, whether it's, you know, an emotional challenge or another challenge, being willing to be with it versus stuffing it is actually the path to happiness. Mm-hmm. In other words, my fight, my resistance, my, you know, it's not supposed to be happening. I'm not going to have an, it keeps it stuck to us. Right. And we can say, this is what's happening now. And in the middle of this fire, I can be at peace. I right. Can be and in to, present to, to use the tools, as you mentioned, that we have to, to be able to be present and, and just to begin to experience whatever it is and tell the truth about it. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, not stuff it down, not push it away, not deny it, because, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, as you mentioned, we all have our challenges. And so I, I would like to think we have a life without challenges, but I don't know anybody who does. No. You know, it's not realistic. No, we're here on Earth. <laughs> yeah. We're here on Earth, exactly. <laughs> Somebody calls it Earth School. Right, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there's, this is where we get to learn. And, um, and you know, for, for me, that, that learning, that path is, is a crooked path. In other words, it's always, you know, it's like going someplace, but you zigzag. You know, mm-hmm. you're walking someplace, but you zigzag, and it's like co- go, coming back to center, and then you're walking, right. and you may walk through a couple of fires, but then you, you wake up and realize that that fire, that challenge, this person is not reality. You know, it, mm-hmm. is, it is content and phenomenon, but it's not, it's not an internal divine reality. There's something deeper at all times. Mm-hmm. So even in the midst of a challenge, even in the midst of, of difficulty, Underneath there, when we come into our practice, like that's why I think the, I think the only medi- the only the only resolution we should have is to commit to meditation. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and then to come back to that place where we can go underneath all of that mind to that center to God to to the center to the presence to quietude, 
in there is that's the only place that is our truest happiness. So, right. yes, we go through challenges, but can I, can I come back? And, and that's why, you know, I believe that a, a practice, a meditation practice, a prayer practice, a spiritual practice is, is the most important thing because that's what will bring us back to center. That's what will give us the opportunity to be able to be choice-oriented and positive and do these kind of things that are supportive is being able to have a deep spiritual practice. Right, right. And I think, um, you know, certainly that, at least in my experience, the the process of meditation is the only one of which I'm aware that leads me to the quiet place. Yeah. And it's that quiet place where there, you know, where answers can emerge and where peace can emerge, because it sure can't if if I'm yammering about in my head, you know, or whatever it may be, it's right. not possible. So, um, you know, I, I went to Michael Beckwith's um, four day meditation retreat with a lot of silence, uh, and that was such an amazing way to spend, you know, the end of the year and the New Year's, mm-hmm. and it's such a reminder of it's a, it's like going into that place underneath the busy mind mm-hmm. creates space, you know. And even though in the meditation, you, it's not necessarily you're going to get great ideas there, but it's like creates space inside Exactly, yes. Yeah. And I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that whole experience on that retreat, and maybe we can talk about it when we get back from our, our break here. We're getting ready to take a short break. Good. And we're with my guest today, Reverend Jeanette Freeman from the Soul Center, Orange County in Newport Beach. We'll be right back. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. 
Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're visiting today with my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman, who's helping us learn some tools to aim higher in this new year. And, um, you know, you just mentioned the the meditation retreat that you, you were on, and that was four days of primarily silence, did you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, sessions of, of a lot of silence, a little chanting, a little teaching, and then, you know, silent, silent meditation. And um, one of the things that was, it's such a, a beautiful reminder, and um, Michael, Reverend Michael's such a wonderful teacher, is, you know, that, that really we are pure, you know, consciousness. Mm-hmm. So there's pure consciousness that a part of us, pure God, pure life right there. And then we've got the thinking mind, which is lots of content, you know, just content, content. And, and you know, our, the content of human mind is everywhere, and it's connected to everybody else's, and it's just, it can be crazy-making, it can be here, there, it jumps around, you know, there's content. And the world of phenomenon, our outer world and our outer experiences and everything else. And so it's like by going to the breath and the present moment, we unhook from the phenomenon of the world and even unhook from believing the content of the mind to simply just sit in consciousness, to sit in the ineffable. And that's accessed through the present moment, you know, through the breath. And it's, it, you begin to see how addicted, you know, the, we are to the content, mm-hmm. how it just will come in and it'll take over. We'll be having a whole emotional experience based on a thought, right? Right. Like, oh. That's not even real. <laughs> yeah. So it's like come back to consciousness, you know. But, but also at the very same time, it's like realizing that that's what our mind does. And nobody is immune from that. We all are part of this one mind. And there's a, the thinking, thought, crazy mind, which we all have too, we're not going to get rid of it. We're just going to simply see it. And in seeing it, we're not in it. We're not identified as it. We can watch that it's happening. But underneath that, we are pure consciousness. God is right at the midst of us. However, whatever language, the presence of God is real. It's right here. It is who we are. It is we're our deep connection. So, yeah, um, in those silent retreats, and I've been to a few of them, you just don't, it's really interesting when you're that quiet, you don't realize how noisy it is inside of your head. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not this great peaceful thing. We laugh it's like everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to go to silent retreat. It's going to be so peaceful. Well, mm-hmm. you actually see the chaos in your own mind. and <laughs> Right, that's not so peaceful, right? <laughs> it's not so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
But then that's a power empowering place, you know, to learn to come back to the real beautiful part of who we are and and that pure consciousness and that life and that energy and that's the high vibration, you know. It's like right. learning to come back to the high vibration, knowing that it's a part of us. It's a it's it's not separate from us and developing that relationship, that communion with this holy presence. Holy Spirit, Holy Presence, Divine God, Father, Mother, whatever words we want to use it, you know. Right, right. And it, I think um, at the conclusion of, of the retreat, there was probably more peace than Absolutely. certainly going into exactly it. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Bliss, yeah. yeah. really, you know, just love and peace and bliss and, and uh, connection. And yeah, for sure. Right, and I think you know you you just said connection, and I think that that's so important um, when we are doing this work and when we are setting a big intention or whatever it may be uh, as we engage in these spiritual practices, and as we engage in the process of wanting to move our lives forward, the connection that we have, as you mentioned, with spirit, with God, but also with one another, is critical. Right. You know, you know that that because there are times when it's hard. It's hard. There there are challenges that come up and whatever it is and our uh negative beliefs or limiting beliefs that need to change, it's it's a challenge at times. And really if we have people who are on that same path, they can hold the space for us. Right. And I think that's so powerful. Yeah. Well, yeah. we need it. We're, we're, we were created to be in community, to be in family, to be, you know, we can't do it alone. We need, we need, our, we need real friends that have our back no matter what. You know, we mm-hmm. have real mm-hmm. people that we can, you know, tell the truth to and we can, it can be a safe place for us. You know, we, we need right. people to share deeper ideas with. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think this time of year also, as we've come through the holiday season with Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, it's a time when people also reevaluate relationships mm-hmm. because, you know, the, sometimes family relationships can be a challenge. Right. And, and learning how to manage those challenges, how to maybe let go of some of those things. And, and sometimes people need to make a new family for themselves or a new community for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think that's, that's so true. It is a time that we evaluate. I think it goes back to, you know, we, uh, uh, our, what is our intention? You know, intention... If my intention is to evolve spiritually and to come back to peace and to give of my gifts and contribute, then we evaluate, am I doing that? Mm-hmm. What's helping me do that? What's actually hindering me doing that? Mm-hmm. What practices uh, are they, you know? It's like, yes, exercise, it's a simple, ex- ex- sim- exercise makes me feel so much better that I can live my purpose and be a greater contribution to the world around me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, it's just a, a part of, so if my intention, my overriding intention is to come back to happiness and to make a difference by, you know, connecting to God and being a beneficent 
you know, beneficial presence in the world, if that's my higher intention, then the other practices or decisions will come from and out of my primary intentions. Right, and and I think that that the way you just said that can help people understand the difference between really a higher intention and maybe a goal or a resolution because as the way you described it, with that higher intention, if you think to yourself, then, okay, if really you're talking about being in service, if I want to be in service, well, I can't be in service if I'm weak or I'm tired or I'm not getting my own spiritual needs met. So then if I do those things, then that takes me not only towards fulfilling my immediate intention, but that greater intention as well. Exactly, yeah. Uh So that's kind of a good way of of looking at it, because I know sometimes it can be confusing to people um, about, you know, what is exactly an intention? What's the difference? And, And I think that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's like a, a, a good way is to, you know, how am I, am I, re-eval- I reevaluate how aligned I am with my maybe, say, five highest values, mm-hmm. right? So we, we, if we take time to contemplate that, like let's say off the top of my head, I mean my greatest value will be that my intention is for spiritual awakening to know my oneness with God. Okay, so that's a high value. My spirituality is a high value. My a value is that I live my life in contribution and giving my gifts in a way. So it's like, okay, these are the in, high intentions. And when we come back to that and align with that again and again, then we I, I just think that life puts us in touch with the people that are needed, the resources that are needed, the uh, you know outer experiences that are needed, even the challenges in order to grow through them. So you know it's like living that values-based life, living that high intentional in alignment with our you know key intentions, and mm-hmm. the other things work out versus you know. Forgetting that and go, okay, no, no, my biggest intent, my biggest resolution is to exercise. Well, if it's not, if we're not intending to live happier, healthier life, then that exercise program isn't going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. So it's like backing up, <clears throat> taking a step, you know, saying, okay, well, really, what are my values here? What am I in alignment with? Mm-hmm. And and that unless you know what those are, it's difficult to take the step forward to say what is my intention. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whether it is family or spiritual, whatever it is that you know, those things have to be connected. Like this is this is the concept, and then how is it walked out? Right. Yeah. Like one one value that I've thought of a lot, and I think a lot of people we innately have this value is is we value freedom. Mm-hmm. Like we value love and we value freedom and we value family or whatever this is. But this idea of freedom to me speaks of the freedom to follow, you know, your own path, the freedom to be connected to your own um, calling, the freedom to live your life in a way that's authentic for you, not somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this calling for, for freedom of expression and authenticity. And a lot of times we can find ourselves on a path where, we really um, have enchained ourselves in some way. So maybe we're 
we are uh, in a place that we shouldn't be, uh, or not shouldn't, but, you know, it's not, we're not, we're feeling bad. And maybe mm-hmm. it's because we're ha- out of alignment with our highest intentions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we make our high, if we're honest and true with our truest, deepest intentions, then I just believe that life works. Right. And when and- we're too afraid to do it, it, we're in struggle until we just do it. Right, and th- those are processes really that you need you need to be working with with someone on because it's hard to get there by yourself. That's right, you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We're going to get ready to take another short break here. We'll be right back with my guest, Reverend Jeanette Freeman, and we are aiming higher today. Be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking today with Reverend Jeanette Freeman and Our intention today is to aim higher and to share the tools that we can all use to set intentions and move our lives forward. So, um, Reverend Jeanette, as we were talking about some of the the values and the, the overall process of really getting clear on how we do this, it struck me that there, you know, there are things that get in the way. And um, maybe we could talk about a few of those things. And, of course, the first one that comes to my mind, there are two that come to my mind immediately. One is unforgiveness, and the other is judgment. So. Yeah. Any thoughts on those? (laughs) Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I think that it's, 
um, for me, there's like the idea of forgiveness. It's there's there has to be this idea of acceptance first. You know, this mm-hmm. the thing. It shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't be happening. If we first of all can, you know, come to a place of it. It did happen, or it's happening right now, or whatever. Something is happening. When I can come to a place of acceptance, I can actually align with with God with peace, mm-hmm. you know. And then I, I, I think that it's the mind, you know, working something over and over and over that causes so much suffering. So it's like coming to a place if we can, you know, repetitively come to a place of acceptance. And I just love, you know, that forgiveness is something that we do again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And it might just be, you know, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I, I think the other thing is every every bit of forgiveness is all self-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's, a, uh, there's a great little metaphor and story that, that goes something, you know, like someone's just suffering and so and some, an angel comes to him and says, well, you need to just forgive that person and just forgive, let it go. And so they go back the next day and they try to forgive and they just forgive and, and they come to greater peace. And then the next night another angel comes and shows them, shows that the, that person that they had held things against, it showed them their life and their past lives and they get an understanding. Oh, that's an understanding. Now I understand they couldn't have done anything differently because that's their history and that's the background. Mm-hmm. And so now there comes a greater level of understanding and acceptance because the person's only doing what their programming is and, and mm-hmm. their past. So now we can have a better acceptance and understanding. And then finally, you know, the third angel comes and shows shows them that, uh, shows them themselves and shows the tie-in with how that's a part of who they are and their mm. perception. And then they realize that it's all, I just need to forgive myself because what I project on another, I have within me. And so, right. and, but I couldn't have done any different either with my programming. You know, it's like we're the same. So we're all coming from a whole lot of, of, of brokenness. And so mm-hmm. all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. That I forgive myself. I love myself. I'm I'm doing you know the best I can. This is what's happening. I'm gonna f- love and forgive myself, and that's why I love the Honoponopono prayer. Right? It's like to just pray over again and again. I love you, God. You know, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And it's like that's the process of forgiving ourselves too. To just mm-hmm. clear, mm-hmm. you know. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. I'm going to come back to loving and accepting of myself again and again. And I know that it's easier said than done, you know, but... It, it, it is hard. I think yeah. I think people are, are so hard on themselves as a general rule. And especially, pe- I mean, the people who are going to be listening to the show, the people that we work with, uh, you know, they, they are trying to move themselves forward. And people, I think, can be just brutal with themselves, more so than with others. Absolutely. You know, I I often tell people when they're, you know, being mean to themselves about something, I might ask, well, if you were talking to a three-year-old, would you say to that three-year-old what you are saying to yourself? And, of course, they always look at me with a horrified expression on their face. No, I would never do that. But it's the same. Yeah, that's that's great. That's a great analogy and a great message, Linda. That's so true. Yeah. 
You know, it's like we have so much trouble opening our hearts to ourselves and, you know, allowing that that flood, if you will, of compassion to wash over our, our own hearts, our, wash over ourselves, that we might be more willing to do for someone else. But for ourselves, it's really a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. That's why we need loved ones around us. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's so true. I'm, you know, with my family right now and, and, um, I was saying something to one of my sisters, and and she and she corrected me. She goes, "That's not true about you." You know, it was some mm. self negative thing. And she goes, "That's really not true." And she started saying, "You're this, and this is happening, and it's wonderful, and you're you know this and that." And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But don't we want we want we want people like that around us that remind Absolutely. us who we are. We don't want someone that's going to be as bad as we are picking across our faults, right? Oh, right, right. You know, I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't need you to help me. <laughs> That's right, right. I, you know, we need to lift each other up and 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 carry one another as, or make this space, hold this space for someone when they can't hold it for themselves because, you know, sometimes you can just hear it reflected to you in what someone might say, like what your sister said. It, it You know, it's like, oh, yeah. my goodness, yeah, she's right. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) That's what we need so much. And I think that ties immediately into the judgments that that we can make. And our little minds just yammer on relentlessly about what it shouldn't be or how it shouldn't be or what's wrong or what's bad and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. All of which take us away from compassion, Mm -hmm. from love, from peace. Right. Well... You know, I think it's helpful to realize that the human, you know, the the mind, okay, this thinking mind, not the divine mind, but just our our use of mind, the human thinking mind, is thinks in opposites and duality. It thinks in right and wrong. It is constant comparing. It's a survival mechanism. So it is constantly judging, comparing, comparing. putting, you know, in um, categories, it's a constant. This is what the mind does. So rather than look at a tree and have an experience of the tree, the mind is going to judge the tree if it's pretty, if it's not pretty, if they like it better with green leaves or blossoms. You know, it's like this is what the mind does. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the mind judges. So we all have this judging mind, you know. But underneath that is that which is not, does not judge, is not in duality. That place that we access in, in meditation under thoughts, the place we access in the present moment, in the presence, is not judgmental. Right. So when we realize that this is what the mind does, it's like we can automatically, we're not identified with it anymore. It's like, hmm. oh, okay, so my mind judges. My mind judges, but underneath that, how can I have an experience? One of the things I think is helpful, because I know that sounds very abstract, is when we notice that we're, you know, judging someone or irritated or or judging, then if we can simply say, why don't I just experience them instead of judge them Mm -hmm. or, you Mm -hmm. know, 
let me just experience their honoriness. Okay, mm-hmm. let me experience their anger. So maybe I just go into the present moment and breathe, and I'm going to I'm going to experience this. Mm-hmm. So it takes you out of the judgment realm into the experiential realm. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's a good example because I think you know with the judgments comes making someone wrong. You know, like yeah. if you're if you're seeing them and they're ornery or contrary or whatever it is, you're you're noticing that's how they are, and then they're wrong about it, and and that's when we can really get into trouble and move ourselves further away from where we want to be. So I think that's a great example of just just being in that moment. And if they're angry, you let them be angry. It's yeah. not you. And isn't you know. that what we do when we're in it? When we're in a great space that can actually hold the space for somebody, mm-hmm. what are we doing? We're allowing it. Like you, when you're sitting with a client, or me, if mm-hmm. I'm sitting with a client, and they're, you know having a whole emotional experience and the part of us may see that they're all over the place. We may even be able to identify exactly what dysfunction and what belief systems are operating and we can analyze it and there's a part of this judgment. We can see what's happening. But in order to hold the space for them to help their healing, we have to let go of all that, go into the present moment and experience them. Mm -hmm. Just experience what's happening with them and, and then that holds the space so they can find, self-identify whatever healing that, and whatever new insights or, you know, anything. And, you know, it's like holding the space is experiencing, experiencing them without mm-hmm. judging them. Right. Right. Without judging and, and allowing them to be who they are in that moment, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes people just need permission to uh, to know that it's okay that you're feeling what you're feeling, right? And you know you may it may not be comfortable, you may not like it, but mm-hmm. it's okay. It's just right. a feeling. It's just that experience in the moment, mm-hmm. and then that allows them to move beyond that. Yeah, so. and that's I think that's the gift of that. You know, like I think of you and the work you do. To that is the gift that. Many people need someone else can that can actually let them go through all that painful the painful places, holding the space. Then they can move out of it because it's not who they are. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I'll speak for myself. It's not who I am when I'm in those triggered states. Right. You know, and, and when someone can actually let me go through that and hold the space for me, then I can just move in it and out of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and that you know the the beauty of it is that in so doing the person who's holding the space is not reacting to it, you know they're just allowing it, and and that's yeah. you know that's what helps people as you say move through it and heal from it. Because that's the goal. That's what we want. So. Right. Right. We are getting ready to take another short break as we aim higher today, aim higher for 2016 with Reverend Jeanette Freeman from Soul Center OC in Newport Beach. So we'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? 
Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking today with Reverend Jeanette Freeman from the Soul Center OC in Newport Beach, California. And um, I want to start this segment by by thanking you, Reverend Jeanette, for your time today and, as always, sharing your wisdom about this process of how do we aim high and what are the, what are the essential elements of that. So thank you so much. You're welcome. My pleasure, always. And, you know, if people... Um, if people want to reach you and maybe want some more information about your work or maybe some consulting with you or, or um, sessions, maybe Skype sessions, how can they find you? Well, the easiest way is through my website, which is Janet Freeman, J-A-N-E-T-T-E, Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N.com, Janet Freeman. And um, so they can find me through the website and uh, also in Newport Beach, the Soul Center OC, soulcenteroc.com, but um, at, the, at the center on Sundays. But yeah, for anywhere in the world, I do Skype or can do telephone calls and sessions like that that really right. help people get connected. Yeah, because, you know, some of these concepts we're talking about today sound pretty abstract, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. And, yeah. you know, once we we get our feet on the ground and start practicing it, it it feels more practical, more real, but sometimes people need help getting started. And so maybe, you know, if, if people felt like reaching out to you or, or watching some of your sermons, maybe that would be a way that they could connect and have it be more real for them in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. All that's on YouTube. 
Jeanette Freeman, yeah. Jeanette Freeman on you know, YouTube. This is a, a really important point, I think, you know, because um, we get lost in our own, on our own self. And that's why, you know, that's why I go, went to Michael Beckwith, because I needed to be around someone with a high vibration that would automatically lift me up. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just in talking to someone that's going to hold a high watch for you can mm-hmm. open you up because our guidance, our our guidance comes from within us. Our help comes from within us, and but we a lot of times we can't access it because we're so lost in the problem. But they right. can hold the space for us, and we can come into a deeper place of knowing, and we're lifted through vibrational alignment with someone that's in a higher vibration than us. So it's, mm-hmm. it's perfect. That's how we can help one another. Exactly. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love working with people at that level. And, and I think, you know, we're, we're talking about the aiming higher and starting anew in this year. And I think all of the things that we've mentioned are techniques for starting anew. And each time we reach out, each time we align with source each time through meditation or forgiveness or whatever the practice is, that is a way, I think, of starting anew. Absolutely. You know. Every day is new. Every day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes more than once a day. (laughs) (laughs) Every moment. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, we, we all make a big deal. Culturally, we make a big deal of it. And it is important at this time of year. But but there is that that we can carry moment to moment, day by day, of, of starting anew and align and realign. Yeah, that's just a part of our practice. So, you know... It, it you know here we are all here we all are and it is a new beginning and it's great to take that time and to make one decision you know make one decision that I'm going to align with a higher intention and you know the, I like Wayne Dyer's the faces of intention you know mm-hmm. that 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 it, our greatest intention is to align with spirit to align with source to align with and he calls it you know the faces of creativity and mm-hmm. align with kindness and align with love and beauty and expansion and unlimited abundance and receptivity. You know, these kind of qualities, aligning with them, and maybe one speaks to us. You know, mm-hmm. one speaks. Maybe kindness is going to guide us. How can I be more kind today? How can I come back to love more often? How can I access my creativity more often? Like something is calling us. And if we each can just tap into some intention that's calling us for our year to be, you know, in the holy vibration with a, a, a one intention even mm-hmm. to call us. That's why we did the white stone ceremony. I don't, we don't have time to go into that today, but, you know, let one intention for greater happiness, joy, peace, whatever it is for us individually, if we can just choose to align with one greater intention that's calling us, that in itself will help align the rest of our lives with that intention. Right. And, and I think, you know, just the, the idea of one intention and one decision, that's something we can all do. Everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone yeah. can do that. And, and um, life has a way of supporting us. If, if, we, um, if we say, okay, kindness is my intention. I'm going to look for ways to be kind to people. Opportunities will arise. <laughs> you know, that's I mean, right. <laughs> you know, opportunities <laughs> will arise if I uh-huh. if I think about compassion. 
opportunities will arise. So, right. you know, that's, that's uh, another part of the process. But, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think the overall process of alignment and, and the, the aspects that you mentioned about creativity and, and kindness and beauty and those things, mm-hmm. we draw ourselves nearer to those things in that process of alignment. That's yeah, it's so true. You know, it is so true, and 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 we realize that we can attract into our life greater things, greater you know, love, greater money, greater happiness. And so, what we choose for an intention and what vibration we align with it makes a difference for us. Mm-hmm. So we we come back again and again, and I've seen it so many times that you know my deep intentions. Start. I start to get the universe gives back to me. You know mm-hmm. what is needed for those deep intentions, and we can yes. trust that. And even when it doesn't look like this is what's really happening, it is. Yes. You know, and it's that's like the key. I, my intention is for love, and what do I demonstrate? <laughs> Information and and awareness to see all the places in me that are not love. Right. right. Right? So that I can release that so that the highest intention is actually in motion and it is, it is working to, to shift my reality. Right. And, and I know for myself, sometimes I just have to hang on to the idea that I know this is working, <laughs> you know? Right. Because it, it's, it's sometimes it's a challenge and it's not always comfortable. Right. So, you know, um, next week... Um, Reverend Jeanette, I have a, a, a guest. We've been talking about Agape International Spirit, mm-hmm. Spiritual Center. Next week, Jason Mitchell's going to be on my show. Oh, lucky you. Wonderful. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, I know that he will have a, an inspirational and powerful message for us. <clears throat> I don't know what it'll be yet, but it will unfold, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to chatting with him. And uh, uh, so I hope you will all tune in when uh, we speak, as I say, with Jason Mitchell from Agape International Spiritual Center next week. And I hope all of you will um, check out and like my show Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Linda Santacola. And once again, I thank you, Reverend Jeanette. I appreciate your time today and your wisdom as always. Thank you. And I leave all of you today with the thought, there are many ways of going forward, but only one way of standing still. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 